Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. Welcome on into the Wolverine Recruiting Show. Clayton Safey here with EJ Holland and Tim Verghese. Join us at thewolverine.com. $1 gets you entire year, uh, an entire year of our premium content, so inside Michigan football recruiting content. Uh, all that over at thewolverine.com. Join us on our message board there. Uh, we're going to break down the top recruiting storylines of the week. Uh, and EJ, let's start with a big one, Michigan. Um for as much as, you know, everybody wanted Damani Jackson, right, five-star corner uh, who has eliminated Michigan. Uh, but the Wolverines are still doing really well when it comes to defensive back recruiting in the class of 2022. Four-star uh, safety from De La Salle in California joins the fold for Michigan there, uh, which is kind of capping off. And I know there's some more that we'll talk about here, but for now, capping off what is a really good defensive back haul. Uh, your thoughts on this commitment? Yeah, Zeke Barry uh, went ahead and made the decision on Friday. I actually flew out to San Francisco and was there uh, for the commitment and to watch him live. Uh, you know, first of all, this was a great recruiting job by Michigan. Barry kind of flew under the radar in the rankings a little bit. I actually was in the Bay Area in September and came back and said, look, guys, this guy's really, really good. There's a reason Michigan offered. They should really push to flip him from Arizona. Uh, of course, he decommitted from Arizona and then Oregon made a run and kind of took the lead in his recruitment, but Michigan always worked really, really hard behind the scenes. Ron Bellamy, uh, Michigan safeties coach, kind of led the way there and uh, was able to get him on campus for the game. Even before the game, about a week before the game, I think Michigan started building more and more momentum. And uh, at the game, I think he just really enjoyed his time on campus. Barry mentioned Michigan's academics. He goes to De La Salle, which on top of being a national football powerhouse is also a really good academic school. And he mentioned the strength and conditioning program at Michigan and how it was unmatched. He said it was completely different from strength and conditioning programs in the Pac-12. He got to meet with Ben Herbert, who, uh, you know, also kind of talked to him about how he would develop his body. And that pitch really impressed him. And then just the game day atmosphere, the, the job Michigan has done on the field to turn things around. Uh, all of that really impressed Barry and got him in, in, in the fold. And I think, uh, as far as his game, Michigan's getting a terrific player. Like I said, I've always been high on Barry. He's a kid that can play anywhere in the secondary. Michigan's recruiting him kind of as a safety nickel to play the Dax Hill role. Uh, but I feel like he can play corner. He can play nickel. He can play safety. Uh, he can do whatever you want him to do. He's about six foot, 195 pounds. He's built really well in both his upper and lower halves. And he's a playmaker. When I went out and saw him on Friday, uh, he had a couple of big plays on defense. He caught a touchdown. He threw a touchdown. So he's a, just, again, a, a guy that's a, a playmaker all over the field, a ball hawk in the secondary. And I, I really do think other than Will Johnson, there's no other uh, recruit in the class that I would rank ahead of Zeke Barry. I think he's that uh, great of a land for Michigan. So uh, Wolverine should be very excited about his addition, uh, bolstering a secondary class that already features five-star uh, commit Will Johnson on 300 commit or on 300 commit uh, Cody Jones and uh, a couple of uh, you know highly touted guys as well and Miles Pollard and uh, Damani Dent. 
And man, if he would have picked Oregon on Friday, you know, he wouldn't have a head coach there. You know, just a couple of days later, Mario Cristobal goes to Miami uh, as, you know, the coaches, you know, you know, the shakeups just continue around college football, unprecedented, uh, you know, kind of the entire movement across the whole landscape. Um, let's talk about something kind of similar to that. Courtney Morgan goes from Michigan after just one season, less than 12 months at the University of Michigan as a director of player personnel, uh, is leaving for the same job over at Washington. This is a West Coast guy. Uh, we've talked about so much about the relationships he has on the West Coast coming from, you know, working at UCLA and Fresno State. Uh, worked with Kalen DeBoer, new head coach there uh, of Washington at Fresno State. And obviously that relationship kind of drew him back to work for that staff. Now with the Huskies and Giles Jackson over there. So, uh, EJ, uh, your, kind of your thoughts on, on this, you know, I think it was kind of a surprise because there were some rumblings that he was maybe going to take an on-field role, which, hey, you don't blame the guy for leaving for a role like that uh, when all these guys are trying to work their way up the ranks. But uh, a little bit of a surprise, I think. Yeah, I mean, it would have made a lot more sense if he had left for an on-field role. Now, you know, uh, reports are that it is going to be an off-the-field role. So, I mean, talk about a lateral move i mean even less than a lateral move washington's a lesser program than michigan is obviously so i mean it's a uh, just just kind of strange I, I know uh to kind of give some background on it courtney morgan did a really really good job he's never stayed anywhere for very long he was at ucla and san jose state and fresno state all within you know a, a year or two or even less so he's kind of hopped around pretty frequently uh, but he was really, really good at his job. I mean, he was definitely a relationship builder. I mean, especially out West, guys out West loved him. He had so many connections uh, with high school coaches, with seven-on-seven -seven coaches, with trainers, uh, with key figures in the area. The kids loved him. The parents loved him. And, and you saw a big, you know, West Coast presence this year. You got four guys in California in the class, only two from the state of Michigan. So I, you know, he also, he was also involved with Colston Loveland from Idaho. He was a big reason Michigan was up there for five-star offensive tackle, Josh Connerly. So, you know, it de definitely hurts Michigan as it continues to recruit out West, uh, especially given the fact that Morgan is now recruiting against Michigan at Washington. Uh, Oregon's going to have whoever, you know, the new coach is, so they'll be able to sell new program life. And then Lincoln Riley, getting hired at USC kind of hurts Michigan down in Southern California. So I think recruiting out West uh, just became a lot tougher, but also Courtney was kind of expanding nationally. And, uh, you know, he was really involved with Joel Starlings who committed out of the DMV as well as some other prospects uh, around that area and down South. So I think he was just starting to find his footing as not just a West coast guy, but as a guy that could help Michigan recruit nationally. Uh, now he's out of the picture and, you know, that kind of sucks. But, you know, I, I also felt like, you know, just from some of the things I was able to gather, there wasn't a ton of chemistry between Morgan and, and maybe some of the other staff members in, in terms of evaluations and guys they liked and didn't like. And I think, you know, with Harbaugh and the, the changes he made this offseason, uh, a big reason Michigan has been able to take a step forward is the culture change. Guys getting along, enjoying not only playing with each other as far as the players, but the coaching staff really getting along and, and meshing well together. And 
something you and I noticed, Clay, this summer when we went on our satellite camp tour is how well the coaches were really getting along. Like I wrote all the time, like Bellamy and Clink are always together, just joking around, having fun. Same with McDonald and Hilo and, and Nua is just a guy that everybody loves. And we were talking so much about how this staff just kind of had a sense of community, even though they were all new and maybe that wasn't necessarily there uh, with Courtney, despite him being an ex Wolverine. So despite all of Courtney's ties out West, despite his potential as a national recruiter, I think Harbaugh has shown that the more important thing is building a foundation and building a culture. So uh, yeah, Courtney's a hit, you know, there's, there's no other way to put it. Um, but at the same time, I think Harbaugh has shown that he, he knows what he's doing in this rebuild. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right about that chemistry. And when you, even talking to Mike McDonald, Josh Gaddis throughout the season at, you know, at press conferences, I mean, there's not a press conference for, from either one of those guys that goes by without them mentioning the other one, the other side of the ball, uh, how much they appreciate the complimentary football, how much they actually work together, uh, you know, even throughout the week on some game planning, things you didn't hear in years past. So, uh, you know, staff chemistry, I think, has been something that's big, and Jim Harbaugh has harped on that throughout the season, obviously stressing that uh, this year and, you know, probably going forward based on how much success they've had this year with the way they've kind of built this program back up. Um Tim, let's finish with um, your – and by the way, for people, uh, we did have an update from our Chris Ballas on uh, you know a possible replacement there, so head to the Wolverine.com for that. A little bit of a teaser there. But uh, Keon Saab, Tim, decommits from Clemson, the four-star defensive back who was on campus for the Ohio State game. Uh, obviously had a little bit of interest there, but Brent Venables as the defensive coordinator leaving there to take the head coaching job at Oklahoma was probably that last straw. They got him to decommit. Uh, now Michigan's sitting in a, a nice spot here going into signing day. Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, Michigan uh, hosted Saab for a for a very low key visit for the Ohio State game while he was still committed to Clemson. Uh, once again, you know, it it was a uh, it technically was against you know Clemson's policy. Visit uh, commits are not allowed to visit other schools, um, and you know he he violated that. But that that shows a his interest and a it shows his interest in Michigan and the fact that Clemson did not drop him shows the level of talent that he is. Um, that you know Clemson does want to you know push and make sure that you know they keep him in the class they view they Clemson viewed him as a uh Isaiah Simmons type prospect he's a 6'3 a little around that size safety um you know has a chance to be a very versatile piece you know potentially a hybrid linebacker um and so Clemson was really high on him and he was a guy Clemson really wanted to keep in their class um they've done 
a really good job in, at IMG Academy. They hold two other commits from IMG Academy, so they wanted to make sure you know Sab was part of that that class. But you know, obviously with Venables leaving, it was kind of the final straw. And Michigan's always been there from in the background, really trying to push, really trying to chip away, and, and you know get him to reopen things. Venables was just you know the straw that broke the camel's back, and so you know now he's now he's out. You know he's kind of looking around. You know he's starting to kind of evaluate all his options. You know. Me and EJ both have predictions in for if we could make public predictions, we'd have predictions in for Michigan um, because we still feel Michigan's done a really good job. But he's going to evaluate kind of his options. Um, you know, he's a Northeast kid. So, you know, Penn State could potentially be a school that, you know, could be involved there. Other schools could be involved there. But, you know, at, as of right now, you know, we, we truly believe, you know, Michigan's done a really good job. And, you know, it's kind of Michigan's recruitment a win at this point so you know with the week out week, week away from signing day uh you know we're you know we're not kind of sure when a, a timeline's coming you know what sure when he's deciding it's sounding more and more like he's going to decide on signing day so you know a little signing day drama for uh for michigan fans considering most the rest of the class should be pretty decided uh by wednesday yeah signing day uh one week out ej how are you feeling we were talking the other day on our uh, you know, just staff meeting about how much more exciting last year was with going out to see Donovan Edwards' decision out in the snow. But, uh, you know, I guess level of excitement for signing day based on what's coming up here for uh, Michigan. Yeah, I think over the last 24, 48 hours, it's got, definitely gotten more exciting. I mean, you, we, we knew Keon Saab uh, was going to be a potential possibility, but now that it looks like he's waiting to uh, announce on signing day, it gives us something to look forward to as far as an actual announcement on signing day. But you still also have a few other storylines. Dion Walker, uh, mammoth 300-pound defensive lineman from Cast Tech. Uh, is, it looks like he is going to be on campus this week at Michigan for a, a midweek visit before he heads to Kentucky for an official visit over the weekend. Uh, so you still have that battle going on, and, and now Michigan has some new names getting on campus this weekend. Darius Clemens, uh, top 100 wide receiver nationally, is making his way to campus this weekend. Virginia Tech quarterback uh, commit Alex Orgy is making his way to campus a, as a potential second quarterback take. Uh, and then you have some developments with Michigan and uh, Oklahoma commit Derek Moore, who's a on 300 defensive end. Uh, a little bit of an interesting situation with Biff Puggy uh, on staff. You know, I, it's it's a weird rule with the NCAA when you hire a high school coach for an off the field role. So we're still trying to get details on that. So there, it looks like there's you know going to be a, a decent amount of drama come signing day. So we're you know keeping keeping tabs over at the Wolverine. We need to make sure all of the commits are still on board with Courtney Morgan uh, bolting to Washington. We're keeping a close eye. On, on 300 edge rusher commit, Kevontae Henry, Cody Jones has made several visits to Tennessee this fall, so we're keeping a close eye on him. So we'll have plenty of updates over at thewolverine.com where you can subscribe for $1 for one year. So just when I say there's not as much going on, that, that was quite a bit of a list there. So uh, obviously still a lot coming up here for Michigan football recruiting. We'll do a signing day preview Next week for signing day, and then we will do uh, EJ and Tim will be hopping on a live show as well to recap that uh, at night. So plenty of content coming here. So make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel in addition to signing up at the Wolverine.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.